Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'm going to be flying solo, and I'm feeling good, man. It is Friday. I've got the next two days off. I do have to work on Monday, but then I've got Tuesday off, three of the next four days off. Ah, it feels so good. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. It is your Saturday DFS today's, or, sorry, Saturday DFS slate. We're going to be breaking down here, uh, which is a one single game showdown and then a main slate that, that consists of four games, which I'm pretty excited about. I do like uh, quite a few plays here on uh, both of these slates, actually. And I know that's surprising because usually I don't play these single game showdowns. Uh, but let's just jump right into it, man. Boston and San Antonio Spurs. Boston is favored by 13 points in this one. Not surprising. 235 game total. Uh, but here's why I'm excited about this one. We have Keldon Johnson doubtful with a hamstring injury. And we have Devin Vassell out uh, with that uh, injury he's had. He's going to be out for a while. Uh, four to six weeks he had surgery. But uh, this is what makes me excited because we can easily fit all of the expensive guys on the Celtics. We can fit Tatum and Brown in to our lineups without any real trouble. And so that excites me because I feel like there's a lot of uh, a lot of value on the Spurs side that we can take advantage of. And I don't know if the other players I'll be playing against necessarily know a lot about how the Spurs operate or they've been following. Uh, I assume if they're going to play this slate, they probably do. So maybe they're on the same guys as I am. But that's okay. We can all split that that winnings. Uh, but I've got, I've got to go with Jason Tatum at my captain at 20,700. 20, He's just clearly heads and shoulders. Uh, absolutely the best player in this game. Uh, is there a blowout but, you know, possibility here? Is there a blowout risk? Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, but I really just don't see a good option uh, to go with anyone else on the, as captain. So that's another reason I like this slate, because I just feel like, I mean, sure, you can play Jalen Brown as captain. I think that maybe that's a smart play uh, in a GPP, because you maybe beat 60% of the pool. Maybe 40% of the people have Jalen Brown as their captain. Who on the Spurs are you going to put as your captain? That's my question. No, Keldon Johnson. I mean, I'm not going to say Keldon Johnson's definitely out, but it's a hamstring injury, and the Spurs have no interest in winning. The Spurs have a bunch of young guys they want to play. I just don't see a world in which Keldon Johnson plays. I just don't. I'm, if he does, I'll be extremely surprised. And no, no Devin Vassell, no Keldon Johnson. So who is going to score for the Spurs? That is the question. Whether it's nobler in the mind, uh, it's going to be some combination of guys. It's not going to be one guy. So if it's some combination of guys, that means I'm not going to be playing them as my captain. Because whoever lead scorer is there, they're just going to score what they score. Uh, Jakob Pertl, 7600. I got to have him on my list of, of players here that I'm interested in. He is a guy that can definitely take some usage here. Not a great matchup for him, but I really don't see anyone else on that Spurs team that's a good play. I mean, I don't want to say that. I, just, I don't want to disparage the Spurs too much, but I mean, honestly, well, who are they going to go to? Who's going to score? Tough to say. I mean, uh, but I do think Pirtle at 7,600 is a, a, t a easy bet for me or a good bet for me. I still am, I'm okay sacking Tatum and Brown and still playing some bench guys on uh, the Celtics. And because I think, you know, it could get ugly early. 
But I still think Tatum probably ends up with like the most points in the game or the best stat line. I could see that happening. Um, I do have Malcolm Brogdon at 5,800 also on my list here. Because I could see, you know, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum holding it down. Maybe they're up 30 points going into the fourth. And then Brogdon gets to come in and play you know, last eight, nine minutes or something like that. I can see it happening. 5,800 for Malcolm Brogdon. So I like Malcolm Brogdon here. Uh, Romeo Langford is some of that value on the Spurs side that we're talking about. 2,200. Not my favorite DFS guy in general, but hey, he is 2,200 on the slate and he's going to get, I mean, what did he get, 29 minutes last game? 29 minutes last game. They won against Detroit, which is, what? <laughs> How did they beat Detroit with half a team? But they did. Uh, they played well. And Romeo Langford had 21 fantasy points at 2,200. Seems legit enough to me. Going to also throw Malachi Branham. Branham. Malachi Branham. At 2,000 out there. As a nearly minimum salary guy. I think he goes into 1,000 on the single game showdown. So twice as minimum salary. But 26 minutes in the last game. 23.5 DK points. Uh, can you go with Sohan? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 8,100, though. That's, wow. That's, oh, wait, that's, sorry. That's his uh, captain pricing. 5,400. Eh. Against this tough Boston defense. Someone's got to score, though. So I could see it. I like Robert Williams also. There's another guy here that uh, I don't have my current lineup. But I think he's a decent one. 4,600 for him. Minutes are on the rise still. Uh... 21 minutes in the last one. We're hoping he gets 25, 26 minutes at some point, and then he's just going to crush this. And I know he's had a couple of down games, but for that reason, I might try to work him in my lineup here. I think I might. It's fair. Um, so anyways, let's move on. I'm going to throw Doug. Oh, man, I keep eyeing this guy, and I'm not sure. I'm going to throw Doug McDermott out there, 3,400. Someone's got to score. Someone has to score. Someone's got to score. <laughs> it's got, who's going to do it? I don't know. It's the interesting uh, thing here. I just updated my lineup here. I put, uh, I mean, I put uh, Dougie Big Buckets in there. Yeah, I think that's the call. All right. Anyways, let's stop messing around with our lineups here. Let's go ahead and move on here to the main game, the four-game slate here. Uh, for this one, we do have a little bit of injury news here. Not too much, though, honestly. Andrew Wiggins is probable. He's going to be coming back, so that's interesting. We can probably fade. Uh, many of the, a lot of those wings in uh, Golden State they were playing. Uh, Bobo is going to be out with COVID protocols. Uh, Kaminga is also going to be out uh, with a foot injury for another week or so. So that was another Warriors there. Sorry, Wiggins is in, Kaminga is out. Uh, Bobo out with a COVID. Uh, we've got, for Orlando, we've got Lonnie Walker from the Lakers out with his knee injury for at least two weeks. Austin Reeves also out for two weeks with a hamstring injury. We've got Troy Brown Jr. questionable with a quad injury. Uh, be interesting if he plays, but I don't know if he does here. Sexton is out with a hamstring injury also. Hamstrings are just running rampant right now. Malik Monk is questionable with a calf injury. And Caruso also, I'm going to list him as questionable with an ankle injury. I think he's probably on the more side of the doubtful personally. But uh, we'll see. You never know. He does like to try to play through things, which 
I've got my own thoughts about that. Go listen to my Ethos Bulls pod. Uh, there's an Ethos Bulls pod we do every week. We're going to do a new episode tomorrow night, most likely, and you should check it out uh, for sure. But anyways, let's move on to the games here. The Lakers and the Sacramento Kings is the first game I've got here on my list, probably just because of the uh, pricing of the guys. That's the last game, actually, time-wise, uh, on this slate. Right now, the Kings are favored by nine points. Incredible. The Kings are having a fantastic season. Let's talk about it, man. LBJ, LeBron James. Let's talk about the king. I think you have to have him here. I just the top options are just just underwhelming. I mean, you can you got some bonus there at ten three. I think he's a decent pivot, but I feel like so many centers on the slate. I just don't see myself having Sabonis. Not gonna play a ton of lineups probably. So I just don't. I don't see it. There's other centers I have more interest in that are cheaper that are. Gonna get me, maybe not the exact ceiling he's gonna get, but close enough to it that the price difference make, doesn't make sense. Or it makes sense for me to go with the lower price guy. So, uh, you know, of the higher price guys, I mean, you've got Doncic up there at ten, twelve, seven. I'm just not gonna go there against the Pelicans. Maybe he does put up an absolute bombshell of a game. I don't believe. I don't know if he does. I don't think he does. Just not getting that feeling here. So bonus 10-3, like I said, I already talked about him. And then you got Markin at 9-3. And, you know, I, I love Markin, and Chicago Bulls are a good matchup here. I think he's a fine guy to go to. But 9-3, that price point's really coming up to the point where, like, you need that ceiling game from him. Because, yeah, I mean, he got, like, what, 60 or so in the last game, 65. But that was just an incredible game, 65.5. Shot 15 of 27 from the field. He's just not going to do that. Again, probably. But he's been touching the 50s pretty regularly. But just look at the ceilings of these guys. I just I feel like you need a ceiling game from, from him to hit that there. But hey, I prefer him over Sabonis. Sabonis is a thousand more and has basically the same ceiling. Definitely a more sturdy floor. So take that for what it's worth. Um but yeah, I think LBJ, LeBron James, definitely. In the Lakers uniform, uh, needs to play. Uh, Dennis Schroeder at 5,700. Love him. Love him, love him, love him. Loved him on this last slate, too. Gonna get shots. Uh, lots of people out in LA land, La La Land. No Austin Reeves, no Lonnie Walker. Troy Brown, I, I, mean, I don't know if he plays or not. I'm hoping he doesn't, I guess. Doesn't really matter. Schroeder's still gonna get 30 plus minutes. At 5,700, he is still a scorer. So, Sacramento, I like to attack Sacramento because they play no defense. Good team, don't play a lot of defense. On the other side of the ball with Sacramento, I do like Kevin Porter at 5,300. That's just too cheap. Uh, again, it's pretty much going to get you 30 DK points. Just too cheap, too cheap, too cheap. So, um, let's move on to Chicago Bulls and the Utah Jazz. Yeah, now we're talking, baby. My Chicago Bulls on a win streak here, trying to keep it together. They are 1.5 point favorites on the back-to-back, second half of the back-to-back. It's fair. It's a fair line, I think. For my Bulls, I do like Vucevic at 7,500. Been attacking Utah down low all season. I think if you do play Vuce, I think you run it back with Walker Kessler, because I think if uh, Vuce is going off, at 7,500, then Walker Kessler at 4,800 is going to play more minutes to try to shut him down. 
Walker's only gotten 17 minutes in the last two games, and he's been per minutes actually better than he was the previous games. Uh, just hasn't he hasn't put those together yet. The permanent upside and the minutes all together in one just hasn't happened for Walker yet. I'm waiting for that to happen. 4800 is a very fair price there, so you can stack those two centers. Of course, it's hard to stack centers because then you take up two spots. But you can do that. Uh, Zach Levine, 7,300 is going to be a popular play after his explosion. Last night, I do have him in my current lineup that I've constructed here. I don't love my current lineup that I've constructed here in Derek Trafficking, so probably won't stick. He's not a guy I'm going to be targeting heavily because he's going to be highly owned. He does have that ceiling, which is nice. He's also got a very low floor for that price tag. Utah's not a good defensive team. A lot of people are going to put two and two together there and play him. So just be wary of that. Patrick Williams at 4,200, though. I do like him a whole heck of a lot. He's been playing very, very well. Finally learning his role, I think. Finally learning how to play alongside guys like DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. Uh, crashing the boards, getting offensive rebounds, getting tip-ins, getting dunks. I'm looking for him to be active on the, on the offensive glass here against this Utah Jazz team, which doesn't do a good job keeping people off the offensive glass. Liking for him to hit a few threes here and there. Just liking for him to keep this the streak of good games going. So forty two hundred for him, I feel is a very fair price. Uh, Jordan Clarkson on the other side of the ball, seventy four hundred. I do have some interest there. Uh, guys like this kill bull the bulls all the time. <laughs> Trust me, I watch all the games. Uh, just run and gun three kite type of guy, uh, high upside type guy. His floor has been relatively safe this season too. Seventy four hundred is a pretty price tag though for him. Don't have him currently in my current lineup, so. Take that for what's worth. Malik Beasley, though, I do have a lot of interest, probably more interest in him at 5200 because of that price tag. Another guy that profiles as this kind of guy that just destroys the Bulls in transition. Bulls just have a trouble finding and locating shooters in transition. So 5200 for Malik Beasley seems fair enough to me. Uh, I'm also going to throw in there, uh, I don't know why he's at the bottom of my list here. He should be with the other Bulls here. But Kobe White, 3300 I love this play a whole heck of a lot, too, especially if Crusoe sits. If Cruz was in, I probably won't play it. But uh, 3300 on me, all you need really there is like, what, 22? Is that right? 22 uh, DK points to hit 6x value? 19.8, sorry. I'm way off. 19.8 to hit 6x value. And uh, all he needs is a good shooting mate to crush that. He can hit you know, 30 DK points. He's got a high ceiling. So... Try to see what he, uh, uh, 19.5 in the last game. So he basically hit that 6x value for you in 24 minutes. 25 against Cleveland on the 31st. Almost 30 against Houston on the 26th, the day after Christmas. He's got upside, and I think he's got a, I wouldn't call it a safe floor. If the shot's off, he could very well put up a dud. But the upside's there. And he's probably the cheapest guy on my uh, entire player pool right now, so I'll mention them. Uh, Golden State Warriors and the Orlando Magic. I've got some interest here. Wendell Carter Jr. at 6,500. Uh, Golden State's going to be without... I'm sorry. Orlando's going to be without Paul Bowl. They are getting uh, Mo Wagner back, though. But I still feel like the Warriors are pretty weak on the interior. But they're not weak entirely because they do still have uh, perhaps my favorite play yeah, perhaps my favorite player on the slate, Kevon Looney, 5,500. Uh, still no Kaminga. Not Kaminga. Yeah, still no Kaminga. Still no Kaminga. Still no uh, Wiseman. 
Still no Jermichael Green. All their centers are out. And we know that Orlando likes to play big. We know Orlando likes to play Bo Bull and Wendell Carter. Bo Bull's out for this one, but they'll play Mo Wagner. They'll play you know Wendell Carter. They'll play Paulo Bencaro's big. Plays inside, dunks the ball, tries to drive it every single time. Love Kevon Looney in the spot. I feel like he's going to do what he's been doing the last two or three games without all those other guys in the lineup. He's been getting a bump in minutes. 28-32 minutes in the last two games. Averaging 30 minutes. And I expect Orlando to keep this close. But 36.75 DK points in the last game, 48.5 DK points in the game prior to that for Kevon Looney. Yeah, sign me up. I uh, love that play. Ty Jerome, I ha also have some interest in him at 3,700. I think uh, if I'm not playing Kobe White, I might go with him as well to fit some of these other guys I want to um, spend on into my lineups. Let's go ahead and move on, though, to the Dallas Mavericks and the New Orleans Pelicans. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I just don't have a whole lot of interest in this game. Um, I don't think I mentioned the spread either for the Warriors and uh, Warriors are favored by 6.5 points in that previous game, Warriors Magic, which seems fair to me. Uh, in this last game, I want to stop talking about here the Pelicans and the Mavericks. Mavericks are favored by 7 points. 226.5 is the game total. It is currently the lowest of the uh, game totals that we have. 235 for the Bulls and, and Jazz, and 232 for the Magic and Warriors. This is uh, from DraftKings. Don't have anything from Lakers-Kings yet. That's probably going to be the highest one. So I would... Is it going to be higher than the Bulls-Jazz? Mm. Yeah, probably. It's a Kings game, so it's probably going to be like near 240, about 239, 241, somewhere in that, in that range, I would guess. So, so yeah, 226.5 for the Pelicans-Mavericks. I'm just not... I, I mean, I don't think you can fade the game entirely. Uh, let me go and throw them out there. I do like me some uh, Najee Marshall at 5,000. Just had a really, really good game. People are going to see that and probably roster him a little bit too much, so I'm not like super over like over the moon got to get him in my lineups. But I do think he's a very skilled basketball player. I picked him up in a few season-long leagues as soon as Zion went down. And what he did, uh, what he's been doing is, is what he's capable of doing. He's capable of putting up stats across the board, got a very safe floor. I think we saw the ceiling. Pretty much in that last game, I don't foresee him uh, doing better than what he have. He had 20, 23 points, nine rebounds, and assists, three steals. Shot six of eleven from the field, three of five from threes. Yeah, eight of ten from the line. I, yeah, I, just, I think that's a ceiling game for sure. Yeah. So I think, you know, if we're talking floor, you know, somewhere in that 30-ish DK point range, which is 6x value. I mean, because we saw the game before, yeah, yeah, almost 30 DK points on 5 of 12 shooting. 2 of 5 from me on the arc, which is good. 4 assists, which he's not always, eh, eh, it's not too out of the normal for him. I'm talking myself into maybe, maybe some more Najee Marshall, so... He feels very safe to me. Feels very safe. Um, don't know if I love his ceiling, but I'm thinking I have to look back at my lineups. So shh. 
Um, but anyways, I do like him. He's the only guy I really like in that game. Done. Luka Doncic, sure. Yeah, go for it, man. I cannot blame you for playing Luka Doncic. He could very well put up a hundred piece against the Pelicans. I wouldn't surprise me. But I'm not playing them. Okay, let's move on, though. Uh, actually, let's talk about the DFS Pass. DFS Pass, you guys should go get it. It's $4.99 a month. We are still going to be crushing it all season long. Get in there. Sign up. Sick of telling you about it. Just go do it. Sportsethos.com. Uh, ThriveFantasy.com, you should go there and use promo code ETHOS to get a deposit match bonus up to, bonus up to 250 bucks. And come play with me and win some, some Thrive money. Thrive with me. Let's Thrive. Uh, I've got three plays for you guys. I've got DeMar DeRozan over 31.5 points and rebounds, and that's 100 points against Utah. Yeah, I mean, if he gets five or six rebounds, which against the Utah Jazz, totally possible. Let's say he gets five rebounds. He needs 27 points. Did the over there. Yeah, and this is going to be a close game. I think it was a 1.5 point spread. Bulls on a back-to-back. Going to lean heavily on their stars. Yeah, I think it's a great play. Uh, over for DeMar DeRozan. Banquero, Paulo Banquero, over 31.5 points, rebounds, and assists. That's 105 points against the Golden State Warriors. I've actually got him here in my GPP lineup. I think he's a good, uh, a good overlooked guy that a lot of people aren't going to have. So my reasoning here, I mean, I just feel like Banquero is going to have to have a good game. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, especially like, you know, if the Warriors come out firing and hitting threes left and right and there's that variance there, I mean, they're going to be playing catch-up from the very start. I don't think the Magic are going to sit their prized rookie with a chance to play against the Warriors and the Warriors' defense, which, you know, just an experience. So I just like the over here, 31.5 PRA. I, I can't, I, that's it. That's that's my reasoning. I know it's not very, very solid, but there you go. Uh, I got better reasoning, though, for DeMonte Simone's over 11.5 rebounds at 90 points for that one against the LA Lakers. Uh, Lakers are terrible against opposing centers. Sabonis so is going to grab a ton of boards. <laughs> End. End story. There's no no way around it. Uh, I think this is pretty pretty much sealed and signed and delivered. I think the uh, actual prop in real life is going to be higher than 11.5. So there you go. Uh, anyways, I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at at Keith. And uh, you can obviously follow the show and subscribe and like wherever you're listening. Do leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you're feeling, if you're liking it, if you're not liking it. We want to hear from you. So please go do that. Uh, we need you guys to do that so people can other people can find our show. It's really, really important. So please go do that uh, anyways until next time guys go get that money <laughs>